wild weekend of football. Good Monday morning, everybody. Hope y'all had a fantastic weekend. Thanks for starting your week with us here on Undisputed. I'm Jen Hale. That is Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Skip, I've been worried about you all night. Bang the table. How about them cowboys? Bang the table. No, bang the table. It was all I could do to drag myself out of bed today, to drag myself all the way in here to face you. You live two minutes away. This is your day. This is your time. I welcome your abuse. Pile on. Ridicule me. It is open season on me and my Cowboys because I got docked. You told me they were unjinxable. You said this team is unjinxable. This two years in a row you've done this. You got me. You got me. I got nothing. I got nothing. Hold on. On a scale of one to ten, how much do you trust that? <laughs> Come on, Jay. Go ahead. Go ahead, Jay. A minus million. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yeah. no. I'm going to cheat. Minus million. We were calling in the welfare check yeah. last night. Yeah. Oh, I needed skip. one. I'm sorry. Oh, for the second straight year, guys, mm. 49ers mm. bounce Skip's Cowboys to the playoffs. This time, a 19-12 final score. Dak threw one, two interceptions in the first half and finished with just over 200 passing yards, one touchdown. The Cowboys' last play with Ezekiel Elliott snapping the ball to Dak. Got shut down. Kevontae Turpin immediately tackled after hauling in the short pass. Shannon, I know you could go a lot of directions here. What's the biggest reason the Cowboys lost last night? I mean, I could start with that last play, but you I won't. That was some bull job. You I don't know could. who thought of that, I but they need to get rid of that play skill. Uh, I, I don't know. I think the biggest reason they lost is the inconsistency of Dak Prescott and therefore the inconsistency of the offense. We know this. We have empirical data, Skip. When the Cowboys run the football more than they throw it, the chances of them winning greatly increases. But they, re- they threw the ball 15 more times than which they ran it yesterday. And that is a recipe for success. That is a recipe for you getting bounced. And I told you, Skip, we have a seven-year body of work, a body that's a large sample size of what Dak Prescott is. He is inconsistent. Everybody wants well, to just— putting it mildly. I'm putting it mildly. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm not going to be nice. I'm not going to be harsh yeah. yet. Okay. Okay. We saw seven straight games. The man threw a pick. Three of those games, he threw a pick six. So we're going to disregard that seven, that two-month stretch and says, what? Well, Against the pay, uh, Tampa Bay, that's who he is. So we disregard two months to focus on one game in which he played exceptional against a very bad football team. And then when he comes out and stinks it up again against the 49ers, they say, well, what happened, Dak? The same thing that's been happening for seven years. Mm-hmm. How much do you need to see before you realize that Dak Prescott is inconsistency? Skip, I, I think the thing is that they want the Cowboys to win so bad, but you, it's hard to overcome inconsistent play. And then once once Tony Pollard went down, I know y'all didn't have no explosive explosive plays coming out of the run game. And now you can just focus on CD. Skip, I told you, y'all was gonna miss Amari. Remember, how many passes did Michael Gallup catch yesterday? Zero. How many passes did Michael? Mike, he, he, uh, he should have had one, but I'll get to that. Go ahead. Yeah, your boy, oh, yes. your boy threw that way Thank behind you. him. He was Thank open. You. Thank Noah you. Brown had, I think Noah Brown had two. He did. And then T.Y. Hilton had one. One. I told you, I said, you're gonna miss Amari. No, we're not gonna miss Amari. I feel good going forward. Going forward, where you going home? Okay, but you got to give me this. CD was pretty, See, pretty good yesterday. But you needed he, somebody. He played pretty big. He played unbelievable. Yes. But you needed somebody to offset him because Dak started focusing in on him, and then what? That's why I got that pick. 
War jumped him, know that, you know what, if nothing, he going to come back to CD. He jumps it, pops it up, and now you took points off the board, Skip. The touchdown, the, the first interception, you gave him a short field, they kick a field goal. Yeah. The second interception, you took points off the board. I'm assuming that Marl was going to make that kick. You took points off your board. They get a long drive. They get points at the end. So now you cost yourself. That's a, At bare minimum, that's a six-point swing. Yep. And that's why you lost the game, Skip. Dak needed to play mistake-free football. Jerry Jones got on his radio show. It was quoted. Turnovers is not Dak's DNA. Well, guess what? I call, uh, 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 who's that? Maury Povich. Mm -hmm. And Dak, you are the father of those turnovers. Really? Yeah, yeah, you are the father of those two interceptions yeah. and those seven straight games with at least one interception in three of those games. And you those 15 it. interceptions <laughs> that led the league this year. And, and only... 12 games. Go ahead. And he's come. He yeah. led the league in fumbles lost, yeah. and he's come in second in fumbles lost. Yeah. So turnovers is, is in his DNA, no, contrary no. to what people want to believe. Yeah. And so that's 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 what happened, Skip. And if you look at Dak Prescott, he was 12th in QBR, tied for 17th in big-time throws. He was 21st in, in pro football-focused offensive grades, and 11th the next-gen stats completion over the expectations. Mm. So basically, Skip, he's a middle-of-the-pack quarterback. Mm. I don't care if you're playing 40 million. I don't care if he plays for the Cowboys. He is what he is. Mm. And he is a very average quarterback. And you have lofty expectations. And with expectation, because you had such, and a lot of people had such high expectations, that's why it hurt so much. Nobody is, 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 is upset that the Raiders and nobody's carrying on like this one bad. But you had such high expectations. This is a Super Bowl team, but you're inconsistent. Mm. So. It's my time to gloat. I don't want to gloat too bad because I know it's tough on you. It's rough on you because you put a lot in this one. This one felt different. I mean, your attitude, the way you was coming out here week after week, this one felt different, Skip. It's not like the ones past the rookie year and a couple of years later and even not. last year. This one felt different to you. I can tell. <sighs> Unfortunately, it is now my turn. This was different to me. I didn't see this one coming. And it ripped my cowboy-loving heart out, and it crushed my cowboy-loving soul. I should have listened to you all year very long, but I just can't help myself when it comes to this team. You cannot. This isn't America's team for me. This is America's tease <laughs> led by Captain Tease. Rain Dakota Prescott, and we should respell his first name R A I N because he reigns on my parade again and again and again. In the biggest of moments. And I told you Friday, my first 34 years as a Cowboy fan, they played in 49 playoff games, which was 18 more than any other team over those, <laughs> those 34 years. Yes. Eight Super Bowls and five Lombardies. And I can go on and on and on. I was spoiled rotten. And I keep reaching back to the glorious past. And I, I stick my hand in there and it gets bitten off. Every time I reach back for it, it gets bitten off. Stop it off. It has now been 28 years mm. since we even got to an NFC Championship year, uh, a game. game. That's 28 years and counting because I, I don't see us getting there next year. We're going to talk about that in a few minutes. In those last 27 years, we are now 5-12 and 12 in the postseason. That is the worst playoff winning percentage of any team in the whole NFL, and it only got worse yesterday. I did want this game worse than any I've ever wanted in my Cowboy-loving life because I told you all year, 
it, they kept flashing their firepower. But then I should have listened to you because what happened at the end, they took their foot off the gas and all of a sudden Tennessee happened and then Washington happened, that debacle that ended the year. Yeah. And it's just they were screaming at you. No, 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 no. And I said, yes. And then they go to Tampa and they take advantage of a defense that was average at best all year, and it can't rush the passer. No. And Dak stood back there and threw the biggest party in a place that he loves to play because the last time he played down there, he threw for 403 yards. So in that game at Brady against the GOAT, he had a QBR of 97 just last Monday night. That's on a scale of 0 to 100. 97 QBR turned in yesterday to – What's that? What was it, 37? Lower yeah, than that? Terrible. No, it was like a 52, but I thought uh, it, I thought it I was overgraded. But, yeah. But mine, that, that for me personally, the 97 turned into my all-time favorite one-hit wonder from the 60s called 96 Tears. So it went from 97 QBR to 96 Tears, a song by Question Mark and the Mysterians. That's who my team is. It's Question Mark and the Mysterians because the Question Mark is Rain Dakota Prescott. Ain't no question mark. Skip, you got seven-year sample size. Just when I thought he had turned the corner, he took me right down a dead-end street. Am I right? You took it down memory lane. Okay, memory. Well, it wasn't memory. And yet, I told you before the year, I should have listened to myself. I said, my team, this team will go as far as Micah and the Marauders take this team. Did I not tell you, you said that? that? And the truth was, it took them pretty far yesterday because my defense gave us a chance yesterday. Yeah. Were we not kept in the game by my defense? You were, but what did I tell you, Skip? Even an outstanding defense can't overcome bad quarterback play. It, it cannot. So I predicted that we would hold them to 20 points, and guess what? We held them to 19. Yes. Shouldn't that be good enough to win a game? Yes. A playoff game on the road yes. against the vaunted 49ers yes. with the last pick in the draft right. playing quarterback? You, come on. I thought we could score 30 against them, silly me. And we got a grand total of 12. Yeah, I know you were getting 30. We got 12. We got 12. I, I, I reached back into the past for 30 to 20, which was the breakthrough score of the yeah. 1992 right. NFC Championship game yes. that, that vaulted us into the Super Bowl and over the Buffalo Bills. Okay, so we had so many opportunities. We had so many f failures to launch. And it, it was just so typically extremely cowboys and here we go L let's just l let me count the ways that that i got dacked yesterday okay it, it starts off and I, I just this this one shocked me of all the turnovers the whole day this is third and nine at our 21 yard line and i have no idea what he's doing he throws it to lenore lenore ran the route for him and i'm like but you can't be late on that uh, well it's it's not it's just such a bad idea yeah. It's just a bad idea. You can't do this. Deep in your territory on third and nine, thank you very much. You give them a short field, and what happened to my, my defense? Rose and Schoen and said, no, we will take you off the hook. We will minimize the damage, and they held them to three points. And I thought, okay, right. I'll take that. And yet, here we go again. Now we get to the turning point of the game. If you want to know the truth, this is 136 left in the half. And here's the Tony Pollard play. And it was like the Mahomes play, except it was worse. Yeah. Because his leg got broken by this. We I, see this all the time. but I, That's how I, I ended up doing my hand, ankle sprain, kind of like that. The guy drops all his all, weight down. All, right on your ankle. And yet his fibula cracked. So, yeah. so now he's a free agent. God bless him. No, I, I think Jared yeah. do right by him. 
I think Jerry will do right by him, Skip. Because you get, what you going to do? If you let him go, what you going to do with Zeke? You going to bring Zeke? I think we saw the end of Zeke, plow horse Zeke yesterday, because what do you get, 2.6 a try? 10 for 26. Okay, it's just not good enough. And what happens the very next play? We're all the way down, now it's second and two at the 18-yard line. Well, well, this is points now. Yes. We got points. Yes. And, and the very next play, what does Dak do? It's insult to injury. Insult to injury because but Jimmy Ward's just sitting there. It's zone. Right. And I don't know what he's reading. Right. I don't know what he's reading. But two people could have picked this football off, and Warner did, right? Yep. Okay? Because you're forcing a ball into CD, and you're not reading it. You're not seeing it. And now you've you've left three or seven points on the table. Right. Well, it's it, you you yeah. it's going to be a close game. You can't do that. Yep. Okay. Now we here here we go in the third quarter, and we finally get a turnover. But it wasn't our defense which led the league in turnovers. Right. It was our special, special teams. teams. Yes. And guess who? Boss man but, Fat yep. finally made a play. Kelvin yep. Joseph. Way yeah. to go, young man. You finally did something right because we forced a fumble. From Ray Ray, we can see this here. He stripped him from behind, and all of a sudden we get the ball clear down on the 20-yard 20. 20 line, 21-yard line. Mm -hmm. And here we go. No, 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 here we went because it turns into third and seven at the seven-yard line. This is the play where your quarterback without Tony Pollard just has to make one throw because this is the game. This, yeah. this is you, – you got to make a play. And he panics and gets desperate and tries to just – Fling it, if we could see the play, to the sideline to Zeke like a little yeah, safety right. valve. Like, what are, you, what are you doing? Oh, yeah, was this the one over the oh, middle? Yeah, this that should have been yeah. picked. That yeah, should have been picked. That, that could have been you can't, picked. You, normally, you, you pop a ball up like that in the middle of the field, Skip. That's going another way. Too hard and behind him, and it's going nowhere. Right. And we left more points on the table. Yeah. Okay. So, now i got to show you these two plays because they just rip my guts out. Okay. So, we get pinned back first and 10 at our nine-yard line, and CD beats – I don't know who it was over there. It may have been the, the – may have been Lenore. Okay. But, but it, it's yeah, it up was. the left sideline, yeah. if we could see the deep throw. Th this is six. If you let this go on time and with, with, uh, with enough on it, but he has to stop and come right. back for it. He made a, a sensational catch and got interfered with. But Shannon – if you get this ball up, oh, I'm talking if you get it there, if right. you hit him in stride over his shoulder, he might still be running with that. Mm -hmm. And this is a one-score game where you've got to make one of those plays mm -hmm. and you don't get him the football and it's just not good enough. Okay, and then we got another CD throw later on the same drive. He, he goes down the middle and gets Warner running with him straight down right. the middle of the football field. Yeah. And, and this is two. not the, the coverage that they would want. And Dak just doesn't get the ball up over the shoulder. Yeah. Like, this is another one. If you throw it where he can go to get it. To the end zone. Yeah, if you throw it to the end zone, can 88 outrun 54? I think so. To. I think so. Even though Fred Warren is a sensational athlete. And, and he can move. And, and He was unbelievable yeah, again yesterday. He, he was unbelievable. He's all pro. He's first team all pro. It's, it's for, for a reason. reason. For a reason. Okay, I got that. Okay, so then they get the deep throw to Kittle, and it was the play of the game, and he juggles it and makes the catch. And the kid made a nice throw because he rolls way to his left, right. and they said it wasn't even – it's like the fourth read in the progression. Right. He throws it over the middle, and Kittle bobbles it and, and finally catches it. But now we get to another play on the same drive. They're about to go in for the, the takeover touchdown, okay? It's still 9-9 nine to nine going toward the fourth quarter. And – the kid throws a ball. Brock Purdy throws a ball that gets tipped by Anthony Barr. And if we could see who it hits in the hands, 
My guy, it hits him in the hands. Stephon Diggs. Hits, I mean, uh, Trayvon Diggs. Trayvon Diggs. Yeah. It hits him right in the hands. Now, again, it got it got redirected so you're not quite ready for yes, it. Right? Yes. I, I got it. But but he is my ball hawk, mm-hmm. right? He he is instant access to the football because that's what he does because he played receiver in high school and wanted to be a receiver at Alabama until they moved into corner. Mm-hmm. It hits him, Shannon, right in the hands. Yes. Well, I, I know it came fast. It I know came it's fast. a thing fast. Wouldn't expect it. Okay, I got it. it. Got so but, quick. but if you hold on, yes. if you can just snatch it and grab it yeah. and, and cling to it, you, you take, take away. The you take their points away because they're about to. Chris McCaffrey's about to go in for for the touchdown that gives them a sixteen to nine lead. Okay, so now I got one more shot. Who's my? Who's left on the field for me as a game breaker? Or somewhat CD, but. Lil Turpin, the USFL MVP, is he not a game-breaker? Did he not show you? Did he not flash for you all year and yesterday? Okay, this is a 44-yard return. This has got to be a house call. You have to take this home. And guess who gets him? Guess who gets him? Guess who gets him? You can't do that. You have to juke him. you got to make him miss in the open field. Robbie Gold made the tackle, and he kind of like just body tackled him. He kind of like hit him with his back, yeah, right. you know? Like, how can Turpin not, you yeah. know, you, you got to turpentine him. The thing is, Skip, is that we not on the, and I played three years on this, yeah. you never block the kicker. No. Because you, you like to think my returner is a better athlete than the kicker. So we're going to count for everybody else if yeah. you one-on-one because you're the runner, you're the blocker for okay. the kicker, okay. which means you got to juke him. Okay. But if he escapes and is gone and he can outrun all the rest of them. Yeah. Well, it's 16 to 16. Right. Unless you go for two right at that point. I don't know. I don't think you go for two in that situation. I think you go trust Maher. Brett Maher, I I told you going into the game, I didn't trust him on extra points, but he hadn't missed a field goal. And so yesterday he felt comfort. You could see he had no demons on the field goal because he hit him right down the middle. Right. Okay. So that's a huge play. And then I got to show you one last one because it just ripped what's left of my heart out. This is 2.56 left in the game, and we alluded to it earlier. This is second and 10 at the 18, and impossibly, inexplicably, Michael Gallup gets deep, and Dak is under some rush, but he throws it completely behind him over the wrong shoulder. You got to make that throw, Skip. I mean, this is – Because as the game increases, Skip, you only get so many chances to make a play. Okay, listen, Michael Gallup is a long strider, but he can run when he gets unwound, when he gets unfolded. Well, he was unfolded there, and if you throw it up for him, if if you lay it out where he can run to it, he might still be running. Seriously. At least least you get a completion. Uh, You didn't even give him a completion. You didn't even get a completion. So so let's just say for the sake of argument, Skip, he catches the ball. The safety is coming into play. The safety tackles it. Okay. Okay, you give you that. But you look where you you are in reference to where you ended up being. God. So I just showed you how Dak gave them three points to start on the first interception. He he cost the team three or seven points right. on the second interception. So start adding up these points, if you will. Then he missed CD down the middle. That could have been three or seven right. points. Then he misses Gallup late. That could have been three or seven points. These are throws where if you just make one of them, yeah. maybe we're having a different conversation Probably here. So. Okay? And then Diggs drops the ball, and it, it gave them seven points. It could have eliminated seven. Right. And w- – w- I, I had so many chances where I'm just on the edge of my chair. I just need one. I just need one play because, in general, my defense did get tired at the end because they gave up a 91-yard drive and then they gave up a 64-yard field goal drive. But you, you can't blame them for getting tired because they're, it's an onslaught. Right. Kyle's offense is just loaded with weapons everywhere. And when I look at the, what, what we held them to, it, 
isn't it pretty good that we held McCaffrey to 10 rushes for 35 yards? Yep. Isn't it pretty good that we held McCaffrey to six catches for 22 yards? Yep. I mean, that'll win the football game, right? How about Debo? Did he kill us like he did in the playoff game a year ago? Nope. No, he, he rushed four times for 11 yards. Debo caught four balls for 45 yards, and they didn't hurt. It, it's enough where the, the defense just stood strong and stood tall. I needed Micah to make a play. They didn't take the ball away one time except for the special teams. Mm -hmm. Micah had no sacks and one hit on the quarterback, and that's probably not enough. I needed him to disrupt, but he's going up against the best left tackle in football. Well, Skip, I think the thing for you guys is that you're a Hope team. You hope Dak plays well. Yep. You hope he doesn't turn the football over, and you hope your defense stand on your head, yep. on his head. And I don't know if that's a consistent way to win football games, yep. let alone play championship brand of football. Yep. You can't hope. Skip, I don't think Cincinnati goes into the game saying, I hope Joe Burrow plays well. Kansas City doesn't go into a game saying, man, I hope Patrick Mahomes play well. They just know they are. You go into every game saying, man, I hope Dak plays well, and I hope he doesn't turn the ball over. And what did he do? He did something what he had done for two months, didn't do it for one game, and then everybody said, well, that's who Dak is. He doesn't turn the ball over. So are we just going to disregard the two months in which he had a turnover in every single game? No, we're not. You were correct. I was dead wrong. Last point. <sighs> Dak Prescott is better than Cooper Rush, but I got to tell you, <laughs> Cooper Rush would have won that game yesterday. Wow. Because Cooper Rush is exactly what I needed yesterday. I needed a quarterback who could handle the offense and make just a couple of big throws right. at the perfect time, just the way he clutched up against Cincinnati and up at the Giants on Monday Night Football. I just needed a couple of throws. He has a little better command to efficiently and consistently run the offense than Dak. I'm not saying he's better because Dak will go on flashes during the year where you say, oh, that's a top two or three offense, yeah, right? Yeah. And he's a t edge of the top ten quarterback. Mm -hmm. Well, I can't make that case on Cooper Rush, but you watch. Somebody's going to pay Cooper Rush and make him their starting quarterback. He will not be a Dallas Cowboy, and unfortunately going forward, Dak Prescott will be. Wow. Whew. Whew. Bold prediction, Skip. We will see. Jerry Jones did call this loss sickening yeah. multiple times. Mm. So much to unpack with this game. We're going to get to more on this one later in the show. But we got to talk about all of the other football games that unfolded this weekend as well. Joe Burrow, gentlemen, do you think he looked like the best quarterback in the business this weekend? Plus, how did Patrick Mahomes look on that ankle? Uh-uh-uh. All that and more coming up when Undisputed returns. But before we go, there was some uh, interesting events unfolding at the Lakers game Friday. Shannon, I want to turn the floor over to you. I know there's something you want to say. Yes, thanks, Jen. Um, as you probably have heard or have seen Friday night um, at the Lakers game, I want to apologize for my behavior. Um, you know, guys, I've preached for the last six and a half years, responsibility and accountability. And I take full responsibility for what transpired. It does not matter what Dylan Brooks said or how many times he said it. Me being the responsible person, me having the platform that I have and having so many people look up to me, I was wrong. I should have lowered the temperature in the arena. Instead, I turned the temperature up. And I let it get out of hand. And I want to apologize to a few people. First of all, I want to apologize to the Lakers organization, Jeannie Buzz, the Buzz family. I apologize for any harm or unwanted attention that I brought to your organization. I want to apologize to the fans that were in attendance and the fans that watched on television because that's not what you paid for and that's not what you tuned in to watch. Shannon Sharp should have been mentioned as, a, as someone that was at the game. 
not someone that let his emotions run high and get out of hand during the game. I want to apologize to the Memphis Grizzlies. Grizzlies uh, organization and fans, I am sorry. More specifically, I want to apologize to Dylan Brooks. He is a fierce competitor, and seeing him up close, I get a sense of why he is what he is and how he's wired the way he's wired. Bruh, I apologize. I wish you the best of luck the rest of the season and continued success. Ja, it was a privilege and an honor to watch you up close and personal. Skip and I talk about you a lot of times, but to see what you do, the way you're able to elevate, lead the floor, contort your body, and finish at the rim is, is, is unbelievable and, and extremely impressive. And I want to apologize to you. I also want to apologize to my stylist, Hollywood. Bro, you had an impeccable record before you took me on as a client. And I want to apologize for my behavior because you were in attendance. And if I caused any smudge on your resume, I'm deeply sorry for that. I also want to apologize to LeBron James because y'all know how I feel about him. And he supported me through thick and thin. And bro, I'm sorry that I put you in this situation, that you had to support me in something like this. So I want to apologize to you. I want to apologize to my family. I want to apologize to my brother, my sister, my mom, my kids, and my grandson. Because one day you're going to be old enough and you're going to see what transpired in that arena. But I also hope you get an opportunity to see this, this apology that I'm giving. Because I was wrong. And I'm never going to be too big to say I'm sorry. I'm never going to be too big to say that I was wrong. And in that situation, I was absolutely wrong. And last but not least, I want to apologize to you, Turbo. You've been great to me. I appreciate everything that you've done over the last eight, nine months. I want to say I'm sorry. Again, to my Fox family, FS1, guys, I'm sorry for any unwanted attention that I brought your way. And I, ha I hate that you have to answer. No one should have to trend because of something that I did. So I want to apologize to anybody at Fox or FS1 that's had to answer questions on my behalf. What happened to Shannon? Why was Shannon doing this? I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm not perfect. I am not. And I'm never going to say that wasn't Shannon Sharp because that was me. That was just me getting out of character. And I'm sorry for all those that saw my action and took offense to my actions. I am sorry. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life, from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com. Dot com slash undisputed pod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H E L P dot com slash undisputed pod. Your mental health journey begins here. And I won't back down. Joe Burrow and the Bengals back in the AFC title game after demolishing the Bills 27-10 in Buffalo yesterday. Look at this snow, y'all. Crazy. Burrow 
had 242 passing yards and a pair of touchdowns in the win. Josh Allen finished with 265 passing yards, zero touchdowns, plus an interception. Shannon, what do you think? Yesterday, more about what Joe Poole did or what Josh Allen didn't do? No, this is all about Joe Burrow. He's sensational, Skip. <laughs> the guy's on his, in his second postseason, um, I think it's six games now, Skip. And he's always, already the franchise leader in passing postseason yards. Ken Anderson played, I think, like 13, 14 years there. Boomer Sison played another 10, 12, 13 years there. And Ken Anderson got him to that yeah, Super Bowl got him to Bowl Super Bowl against, against the, the 49ers in Detroit. Yep. Mm-hmm. And here, this kid in his third year, in his second year in the postseason, mm-hmm. and he's already the all-time franchise leader. Skip, they dominated from the word go. They kicked the ball off, and they got the ball and went right down the field. And when a team does that to you in your building in the playoff, it puts you on notice. You're like, uh-oh. They for real. What did we talk about on Friday? You, you said you're mystified by this new trend of, yeah, wait, first, you win the toss yeah, and you yeah. say, oh, we'll give you the right. ball. I, yeah, Skip, if you got the 85 Bears, you got the you got the uh, Ravens defense. Yeah, okay. I, I got will, it. I will let them set the tone. But if you've got John Elway, what do you do? We take the ball. We want the football. You got Joe Burrow, take the football. Yeah. And they took the football and they went right down the field and the Buffalo knew they were in trouble. <laughs> because guess what? They, got the, they stopped Buffalo and they went right back down the field and they got another 14. And they said, we're really in trouble. And I never got the sense, even at 17-10, that Buffalo really had a chance to win this game. Because Cincinnati dominated from the word go. In all three phases of the game. Joe Burrow was sensational, and when mm-hmm. you can run the ball, they got 34 rushes, 172 yards, and that element, which slowed Buffalo's rush down. They're not, that's why they signed Von Miller. They don't really have one guy that can consistently go get the quarterback. That's why you give Von Miller, an, a, a, an older veteran, the kind of money, because he was the guy that could consistently do that. And when he went down, yeah, you have guys, and, and Leslie Frazier can get exotic with his scheme, but at the end of the day, Skip, I need one guy to go whip that guy's ass and go put the quarterback on the ground. And they didn't have that yesterday. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Joe Burrow and Higgins, and even though Higgins didn't have a great game, it was basically Chase and Hurst, those guys doing the work. But this wasn't about Josh Allen. Josh Allen, Josh, look, they can't run the football. I mean, Skip, they had 19 rushes. Eight of them came from Josh Allen. That's not going to win you it a playoff game. I agree. And we've been talking about this all year. They need to get a runner. They need to be able to run the ball. They need to be able to run the ball. You can't just keep relying on Josh Allen heroic. So I won't minimize, I won't say Josh Allen played terrible, but the way Joe Burrow played yesterday, mm-hmm. that looked like the team to beat in the AFC. And I know it's not going to be easy in Kansas City, and we're going to talk about Patrick Mahomes and his injury. But Skip, the way the Bengals have been playing the last month and a half of the season, that offense is clicking. And their defense, they make enough plays. Now, being hobbled like Patrick Mahomes and he came back in the ball game, they're going to shoot that ankle up. I know I've had high ankle sprain. They're going to shoot it up. I'm, gonna... I'm assuming they shot it up. Of course they did. Of course time. they did. Yep. And they're going to give him a little toward all. They're going to try to take as much pain as, as they can out of that ankle. By the way, you, you can shoot the ankle and yeah. make it better. Yeah. <laughs> you can't try. Make it feel better anyway. Your boy yes. know about it. I shot yes. mine up for 11 straight weeks. Okay. But Skip, this was all. This was, and Cincinnati did this with a makeshift line. Three of their starters that they started the season with are out. I don't get they it. Got these guys. I ain't know who these I'm like, who are you? Where, where you come from? I don't know. Hakeem, Elijah Wand, Hakeem from uh, uh, <laughs> Coming to America. Them the only Hakeems uh, I know. Yep. And they got one starting. And they did a number on them. Mm-hmm. 172 yards. Skip, that's, that's more than 16 of the 17 games that they played in the regular season. Mm-hmm. They never, only one time did they rush for more yards than that in the game. And then they did this in a playoff game on the road in the snow. They're not to be messed with. So, Shannon Sharp, I was sorry on my game picks over the weekend, except for this one. That was the only one I got wrong. That's true. 
And yet I was my, my heart was with the Jags. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Right. And my heart was with the Giants because I really had this vision of an NFC championship game at Jerry World. <laughs> and fortunately, that's one silver lining to my Cowboys losing. At least we didn't blow the, the opportunity right. for an NFC championship game. But I've been on the Bengals since preseason. I said they were going to repeat as AFC champions, and now they have to go back to Mahomes to try to pull that off again. Right. But yesterday was a tour de Bengals force. Yeah. When I turned on my TV and saw how hard it was snowing, my first thought was, man, this is literally Buffalo weather. And yeah. I thought, the, the Bills are going to love this. They're going to flourish in this weather, aren't they? And then they win the toss, and they say, you guys tried this footing. And as you well know, the difference is that if you're a receiver and you know where you're going and the DB doesn't know where you're going, you probably have the advantage. You have a decided advantage. And so Joe Burrow says, watch this. Mm -hmm. Because his whole life, his, his whole modus operandi is watch this. Mm -hmm. That's how he's built. That's how he's made. Oh, you want to sell tickets to a potential <laughs> NFC neutral site game in NFC Atlanta? Future, yeah. Oh, well, you better get ready to refund. Refund it. Right? <laughs> And here he comes, and he goes boom, 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 goes five for five right down the field. And if we could see the throw to Chase that made it seven to nothing. And listen, I, I'm, I'm all about Jamar Chase. I just think, phew. He, they just have a chemistry skill. They I mean, they, they, they went to college together. Yeah, and we did. know what they – if I'm not mistaken, I think Chase was a Blitnikoff winner. He was. And, again, I'll take him slightly over Justin Jefferson. I got nothing but respect for Justin Jefferson as a talent. But there's some intangible. Well, one guy some, got Joe Burrow throwing to another maybe, guy. Maybe that's it. Maybe <laughs> that's it. That's fair. That, that's a fair point. Okay. So then the magician takes over again at seven to nothing, and they, they face third and seven down at the 15-yard line. And this is about a suite of play call and operated play, as you will see, because Burrow fakes the, the quick screen to Jamar, and everybody sucks up. See the little quick yep. pump fake? And then he gets Hayden Hurst. Behind the DB, right. behind the safety, and he hits him right in stride for the 14 to nothing touchdown. And it was just shell shock in Buffalo because they're like, oh my God, we just got hit twice right between the eyes. Okay, then I'm going to just throw it just for fun because this could have made it 21 to seven, but it's this play on the back line, too, yeah. said Jamar Chase. It's third and, and goal from the 10 yard line, and this is another sweet throw by Burrow to Chase. And th this, to me, Mr. Sharp, you having caught a number of these kind of balls, this is a touchdown. And I'll tell you why. It's the end zone we're talking about here. And I know there's the Megatron right. rule. you got to go to the ground right. and, and right. control. But he gets two feet down in the end zone. Then as he is leaving the end zone, Milano gets his hand in yeah. and dislodges the ball briefly. Yes. Okay, that's not Chase's fault. He's just trying to cling to the right. football. But he does secure it right. as, as he is on the ground. Right. But you, you have to take into account the defensive player is actually fighting the ball out of his hands right. after he's leaving the field to play right. into the into right. out-of-bounds right. territory. So right? once, once Milano pulls his skip, now he has to reestablish it again. And when he goes to the ground, you see the ball move. Okay. And, I, and I, I, I tweeted, that's not a touchdown. Okay, I thought it was a touchdown. I thought by the... the okay, I give you letter of the law, yeah. but, but your eyes tell you it's a touchdown because... He did what he needed to do to secure the football mm -hmm. and had it in complete control, yeah. leaving the end zone right. with both feet. I think so, it, 
I think in a game of this magnitude, Skip, they're going to go with the letter of the law. Because the last thing they want to have happen, especially in a playoff game, yep. and I think that's what they went through with the Cowboys, and I know that was a while ago, what, that was seven, eight years ago, yep. is that go to the ground, you must maintain possession throughout the entirety of the act of catching yep. the football. And he, because even though Milano pulled it, so now I got to reestablish, and when he hits, you see the ball does move in his stomach. It did because Milano moved it. It wasn't because Jamar couldn't secure it. Right. It was already secured. So, so to me, to move it out of bounds as you're falling to the ground does not constitute the, the Megatron rule. Right. Where that was just nobody was touching the football. He, had, he went to the ground in Chicago and right. hit the ground and was, was right. juggling the football. Right. Okay. Now, to your point about the offensive line, how do you do this? It, it, it's just the, the reason I picked Cincinnati, I told you on Friday, is there's no Von Miller. And, right. and you and I have agreed for years on this. You want to talk about a game changer. Yeah. He is a big game hunter. And, and once they lost him, they were never quite no. the same. And no. everybody kept trying to make them the favorite. They're the favorite. They were the betting favorite. They the odds on favorite. No, no, no. There's no Von. And yet he's lost each of the last three weeks. He loses a starter. Joe yes. Burrow does. And it, it doesn't seem to phase him at all. He just keeps operating. I don't know if they rise for him, if they, they just love him and they want to protect him as best they can. Right. But he wasn't touched yesterday. No. And no. usually he is touched because yeah. last <laughs> yeah, year he was the most sacked yeah. quarterback in the league yeah. in both the regular he, and He got sacked once for two yards, but yeah. that was on a scramble right. play. It was a scramble play, and it didn't really count. He, he's just he, – he is so in control. He gets rid of the ball so quickly – he is playing at such a supremely high level because he's the flip side of Josh Allen. Mm -hmm. He finds the open receiver quickly. That's what he and Brady have always had in common, why I've always said he's the closest thing to Brady of the young gun quarterbacks. The difference is he will stand in there. If you want to come and get him, yeah, just come and get him. Yeah. He'll just stand and throw it yeah. anyway. Yeah. And yet this whole team has taken on his personality because they play with swagger. They play smart. They play extremely physical football on both sides yeah. of the ball. And it emanates, ironically, from the quarterback, that, who's a physical pl playing yeah. quarterback. It seems like they really love playing for the kids. Kevin. You remember when he was coming out, they was talking about his hand size. Yeah. And he says, I don't know what I'm going to do with these little <laughs> tiny hands. Because they talk all the weather. To yeah. be able to grip the football, you know he's going to be in Cincinnati. And you got to play in Cleveland. you got to yeah. play in Pittsburgh and right. Baltimore. Well, how did those little hands do yesterday? <laughs> you okay keep talking about somebody's hands. Hey, yeah. can he play football? Yeah. So usually I would have an issue with Eli Apple after the game and a couple of his teammates <laughs> were smoking cigars, like yeah. victory cigars. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, that's a little premature yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, You've yeah, got yeah. this little game next week. Yeah. It, maybe you want to smoke. Not for the division. Yeah, championship okay. game, I get that. No okay. problem. But not, okay. not the division right. round. But this is the Joe Burrow effect. Yes. And Eli Apple has taken a lot of abuse in this league because he gets tricked as much as anybody yes. does. But he hung in yesterday, and I thought he played very well in the grand scheme of yes. things. So the flip side of that was that quickly, and we'll go deeper into this later, but Stefan Diggs went sort of T.O. on Josh yeah, Allen, was uh, marching up and down in front of him after they failed on a fourth down uh -huh. in the fourth quarter. And the problem with Diggs was he, he just he, he had his lowest catch percentage in all of his three seasons in Buffalo and had only one reception for eight yards in the second half. He is frustrated because Josh Allen doesn't see the field the way Burrow does. Burrow just picks you to pieces, and whoever's the most open is going to get the ball. Right. And he felt like he was open a number of times when Josh just couldn't find him open. 
So he loses it, yeah, and, and he's got you, – you can't do it. You can't show up your quarterback. I thought they were soulmates. They, yeah, they, they've yeah, done so yeah, many interviews you, together. And you know the thing for me, Skip, you know I'm big on that. Yeah. I'm not going to show you up. Don't show me up. Oh. And you don't, think, you don't think Josh Allen wants to get you the ball? That man is force-fed you. I've seen games you've had 14, 15 targets. It's not like all of a sudden now we get into a playoff game, the most meaningful game of our season, yep. and now all of a sudden I don't want to throw you the football? Come <laughs> on, bro. You know, I've seen him do so many interviews arm-in-arm arm after yes. the game. Uh, that bridge could be set on fire. No, I think it's going to be okay, Skip. And I think sometimes frustration when you're you're in a moment like that. And, you know, he stood on the field as the confetti was coming down last year when they lost that game. It has been several games that he's like, man, we're so close. Remember, they've been the favorite for the better part of the entire season to not only get to the Super Bowl, to win it. No, I got it. And all of a sudden, everything that you thought was going to be, they spent a ton of money, and they go out basically in the same round as they went out last year. Here he comes. Burrow back to Mahomes. Burrow back. He had a great Instagram post about uninvited guests yesterday after that big win as well. And, guys, I have to say, I was impressed with that O-line. Down three starters and Mm -hmm. to do what they did in that weather. Tremendous job. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place. Whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this. Crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew. Ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. All right, so Jalen Hurts led the Eagles to that NFC Championship game. Thanks to three total touchdowns, scored in that big win over the Giants. After the game, Nick Sirianni had high praise for his QB. Check out what Sirianni had to say. To have him out there is like, I know this is high praise, but to have him out there is like having, I I shouldn't even go there, but like he's having like Michael Jordan out there. Like he's your leader. He's your leader. He's your guy. He's your, like, like that's hopefully that's the biggest respect I can pay to him. Uh, compare, comparing to his ability to be in on the field uh, to a, to a Michael Jordan type. Like this guy leads. He brings this calmness to the to the entire team. He plays great football. Um, he's tough as 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 they come. Um, yeah, I mean, to me, there ain't nobody has played any better football than him this year. Fighting words to some? 
Shannon, do you like or have a problem with what Sirianni said? I don't have a problem with it, Skip, because I understand that it's hyperbole. What he's saying is that there's a calmness that him being on the field brings to the rest of his team. But we also know that we can say that about any of the top quarterbacks. I'm sure Joe Burrow, when he's out there, everybody's calm and relaxed because they know they have a chance to win. Or Patrick Mahomes or whomever the top quarterbacks are. But he did look like he had gotten back to the Jalen Hurts. Uh, the guy that I saw the last game that he played against the Giants, I, I didn't see that guy yesterday. I saw a guy that was pre-injury. Now, he didn't throw the ball for 280 yards or anything like that, but I thought he brought a calmness, like Nick Sirianni said, and I thought he played with the composure. Man, that Lane Johnson being back did a world of difference because yeah. he was pretty much unscathed the entire night. Yep. And when you run the ball like they ran the skip, you run the ball 44 times for 268. It takes a lot of pressure off your quarterback, and you you can't hit the quarterback when he ain't got the ball. When he handed off to Kenny Gainwell and Miles Sanders, mm -hmm. when you hand the ball off to those guys, that means the ball's not in your hands. You're not taking any shots. And uh, he had some 16 to 24, 154. He got sacked once, but I thought he played really, really well. And I get the hyperbole of it, but I, I agree with you, Nick Sarani. Let the guy know what he means to this offense. 28 nothing at half. At some point, at one 38 seven. They completely took apart this defense because that defense now, that's the defense that I saw the first eight, nine games of the season. The, game, the, the defense that I saw the last month of the season, I, I, know who, I didn't recognize them. The way they played, boy, that's going to be an unbelievable game on Sunday, Skip. That's going to be a game because both of these defenses are outstanding and both of these offenses are dynamic because they can put the ball in playmakers' hands and those guys can go make plays. But I thought Jalen Hurts was, was sensational. Mm -hmm. He didn't throw for a, a ton of yards, Skip. He didn't. 154, I think. But his presence. And sometimes that goes a lot further. Mm -hmm. That's Willis Reed game seven. Willis Reed had four points. We still talk about the heroics, Skip. The man had four points. Not 40. He had four. But he immediately made a shot. And that's all that mattered. He Set go, the tone. He goes seven for seven on the opening drive. Yep. Gets a, gets a touchdown. And they don't look back. <sighs> okay. So I did pick the Giants to win this game with my heart over my head because I've told you from the start how much I love and believe in Jalen Hurts. Yep. But to your point, he did not look right to me. And I didn't think he would play against a very hot team that knows them and is not afraid of them. But they came out and made an opening drive statement and never looked back because they also said, we ain't afraid of no Giants. <laughs> and they turned the hot team into a not team right, right. away. They, they just turned them right back into the, the same old New York football Giants. Yep. And I've told you before, I, I tweeted the moment they stole him in the second round that they have just stolen their future and that he will immediately be better than Carson Wentz because he's everything Carson Wentz was not as a leader. His mm -hmm. intangibles are as high as you can get beyond the measurables, which are Carson Wentz's, because Carson Wentz is 6'5", 240 with right. a big arm, and he's got it all. He can combine you to death, <laughs> but he can't intangible the way Jalen can intangible. And Jalen has turned himself into a very good thrower of the football. Yes. And he was always an underrated runner because he doesn't look like he's going very fast, but he seems to get free and get loose and run through a lot of people because he is the strongest pound for pound in that Eagles weight room. I told you he would change life in Philadelphia because he is their leader, he is their playmaker, and I, 
I second the emotion of Nick Sirianni. I don't think it's too far to say he's our Jordan. He's not Michael Jordan yeah. in performance, obviously, yeah. because he didn't throw for 600 yards <laughs> in this game. He 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 did Jordan-esque things when they needed to get done. You know what it is, Skip? It's just the fact that Chicago knew we got Michael Jordan, you don't. We got Jalen Hurst, you don't. We got one of these. Yep. We got Joe Burrow, you ain't got him. We got Patrick Mahomes, you don't have him. No. So guess what? We like our chances to win better than you like your chances of winning. Okay, so right out of the box, what does Jalen Hurts do? I'm sitting back thinking, I wonder if he can, wonder if he can get that thing going today, that right wing of his. And the first throw of the game, it's second and eight at the 27. This is barely into the game. Could we see what he did to Devontae Smith? Deep crosser. Yep. He said, I got this. And it looked pretty good to me. It was right on the money for yep. 40 big yards. And then he hits, uh, we'll, we'll see it one more time. And then he hits Goddard down near the goal line. Goddard did some of the heavy lifting on the throw. If we could see it for a touchdown, it was for 16 yards. And it, it, before you could sort of catch your breath, it's 7 nothing. Just got him pretty open, and Goddard just rammed it home. Okay. And then <laughs> a little later, this is 3.23 left in the first quarter. It's uh, first and 10 at the New York 17. And, and this is when I knew he was just fine because he takes off on a nine-yard run here and put himself in harm's way. And he said, I'll, yeah, I'll take you. Hit me. Hit me. Go ahead and hit my shoulder. Go ahead and hit my shoulder. And he took two or three licks. And yeah. I said, okay, he's fine. Yep. And he, here he went. He threw it to Devontae. I think we have this for nine yards and a touchdown. And all of a sudden, before you could sort of get comfortable, yeah. and, and it's 14 to nothing. And then – I mean, the, the national anthem hadn't yep. really stopped playing nope. yet, and it's already 14 nothing. 14 so to you nothing. you knew it was over at that point. Nope. And then he has another big run on third and three at the 20. This is 8.48 left in the second quarter. And he runs it for seven more yards. And I'm thinking – this guy's a dynamo today, and he is not afraid to run it. That's a called run, obviously, he's on the read option keeper. And I'm thinking that they're not afraid to run the football with him, which sets up the 268, because once you, you reestablish the threat of Jalen, then, okay, it, it's, it's all over. And he gets the touchdown. And then he gets the touchdown at the end, end of the half. It's 28 to nothing at halftime. And you know it was over, Skip. Huh. And I know we Skip, we, and we've had some games this year. We saw a game with 33 nothing and all that other stuff. But it, I have seen no indication that the Giants was going to do any, anything more than get a, a touchdown or maybe a field goal, make it seven, uh, uh, three points, I mean, yeah. ten, seven points or ten points. Yeah. That's all I saw from them. Mm -hmm. And like I said, Daniel Jones, I mean, look, he played well against Minnesota. I think that has a lot to do. I'm not going to minimize what he did, but Minnesota's defense has been terrible all year. There's a reason why they were, on, they were minus with that great record, but they were minus because when they get outscored, they lose 40 to 3. They lose 40 to 15 or 40 to 16. Yep. And when they win a the game, Skip, they win in 23-22, 28-27, things of that nature. So it caused you some concern. Uh, and then they couldn't run the football. I mean, I mean, the way they ran the football pretty well. Saquon, okay. yeah. Saquon hit that one, that one big one. He did. He got that forty yard. Mm -hmm. He's like, okay, okay, but it's mm -hmm. it's too little, too late. Skip. Yep. So they had a great year. Did the New York football? Yeah, they Giants. definitely got something. Brian Dayball changed a lot of things. Daniel Jones grew up before your very eyes. I think he's a keeper. He's a keeper, but is he Dak Prescott? Will he hit his head on the first round, second round ceiling each year? The, the, I think the question you have to ask you, do you see Daniel Jones cracking the top 10? Because I, I don't, can you, can you win a Super Bowl with a guy that's not in the top 10 at quarterback? 
Because if you if you guys not in the top ten, everything else has to be exceptional around him. Yep. Your special teams, your defense, and you got to have skilled players like the yin yang to overcome. Because that guy touches the ball 65, 70 times a game. So how do you overcome that skill? When I look at it, I go back and I look at my two thousand Ravens. Our defense didn't play any better for Trent than it did. Uh, 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 I forget uh, Tony Banks. Banks. Yeah, yeah. They didn't play any better. Trent just didn't turn the ball over. No. That was the only difference between the two. Trent didn't turn the ball over. He didn't make the mistakes. Defense played the same. They were still shutting people out. They were still giving up fewer than 11 points a game. Mm -hmm. But when you turn the ball over and you put your defense in harm's way and they don't have to do anything and the team can kick a field goal and you lose a game 10 to 6, Mm -hmm. well, it's like, okay, now we play mistake-free football. You're not driving the ball 80 yards on that defense. Yep. So what do I see Daniel Jones versus Dak Prescott? Daniel Jones is bigger, a bigger man because he's taller and weighs more. Right. And he has a little better arm than Dak does. Yeah. And he's a lot faster than Dak Yeah, is, I believe he's right? a better athlete than Dak. Okay, he's just a better athlete overall. I do. Is he a better quarterback? I can't good. quite go, can't there. go there. Can't nope. get there. No, nope. but, but is he good enough to make them viable? Could, could they win some divisions? Yeah. Sure they could. Yeah. I just don't know if you can win a Super Bowl with Daniel Jones. I just think right now, Skip, the best quarterback – Head and shoulders is Jalen Hurts in that division. It is. Where at the start of the season, I yeah. gave the division to the Cowboys because I thought Dak was the better quarterback. I don't think it's close now. I don't think any rational, prudent person, whether you're a Cowboy fan or not, or a football aficionado, can say Dak is a better quarterback than Jalen Hurts. Wow. Okay. So what can I tell you about this upcoming game, Jalen Hurts versus Brock Purdy? Well, once upon a time, when Jalen Hurts played that one year for Lincoln Riley for my Oklahoma Sooners, I got to see them go head-to-head in Norman. And the final score is 42 to 41, Oklahoma and Jalen. But they, we were ahead 42 to 21 in the fourth quarter, and Brock Purdy just came firing back. Yes. And it went all the way down to a two-point conversion try that was intercepted in the end zone for us to survive right. that. But Jalen outplayed Brock Purdy in in the grand scheme of things, and I think he will be able to outplay him again. Skip, this is going to be a very interesting game yep. because I believe you got the two best offensive lines that's still playing. I think when you look at the skill position and their ability to run out the catch yep. from the running back, from the tight end to the wide receivers, this thing is very, very evenly matched. Mm-hmm. The only difference hurts. Hurts is a, a big upgrade over Purdy. He is. But when you look at the offensive lines, you look at the skill players, A.J. Brown, Debo, Devontae, IU, Jennings, Kittle, Goddard, the running back, uh, uh, Mitchell, uh, uh, C-Mac. Yeah, no, I got it. And okay. the defenses. Who, who, who makes the mistake? Okay. Philly's pass rush came back to life right. on Saturday evening against Dan Jones because he was under more pressure than he was the whole year. And Reddick just came flying. Reddick just over the, people. He, he just ran, just ran, slap over people. He was jumping off my TV screen. <laughs> yeah, and I said, uh-oh, Brock Purdy, meet him. Yeah. Right? But they got a, that offensive line now. That's San Francisco's offensive yeah, line. No, so I don't know who's going to – look, if I'm sweating, I'm trying to get on McClatchy's side. Because yeah. you saw what, what, what Michael did. He Michael did. went over to the, the, the right there. Him. He's like – I ain't fooling with Trent Williams. But, Trent Williams it ain't to be messed with. Skip. But McClatchy just threw him down at one point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Parsons yeah. threw McClatchy hip yeah. tossed him. Yeah. But, Lane, hey, that Philly offensive line, they were sensational. Yep. Another must-watch weekend of football, yes. guys, as we count down to the Super Bowl in Phoenix.